0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Queen's Gambit's podcast and YouTube channel about nonprofits that are impacting the region. And we have an extremely special, special guest today um, who I'm excited to chat with her and I have gotten to know each other a little bit over the past couple of months. And the work she's doing around health and equity is really, really important. Um, Kate Colligan is uh, a part of Basic Health International team. And Basic Health International is an organization that Um, works to envision a world where no woman dies of cervical cancer. And Kate does development and communications work, and she's really um, lifted this organization in tons of different ways. Uh, She has a background um, uh, in developing relationships and already has a big connection um, with the city, um, serving as assistant professor at the University of Pittsburgh and director of the LCH Home and Archives. Um, She has a whole consulting background and she's all about women's health and equity, so we're so excited to chat with her today. So today we have Basic Health International here, a really great organization doing work to accelerate the elimination of cervical cancer. Um, Their vision is all about creating and implementing cutting-edge research, treatment, and advocacy so that no woman dies of cervical cancer, and they have a really, really great story. So we have Kate here today to to chat about um, her experiences and and just to help us get to know more about Basic Health International. So thank you so much, Kate. It's great to be here. So could you tell us about your role within the organization, how you got involved, and, and what you're doing now? Yeah, um, my role, I, my name is Kate Colligan and uh, I'm the Director of
1: Development and Communication at Basic Health International. I came on, uh, I became involved with basic health just over a year ago, so slightly pre-pandemic. Um, I was drawn to, uh, you know, my interest in in helping and, and making sure that, uh, you know, that the compelling stories uh, behind these health needs were being told, uh, first of all. And I was completely amazed that right in my backyard in Pittsburgh, in Bakery Square, um, I met Dr. Miriam Kramer and you know learned about her passion for uh, why eliminating cervical cancer is such an enormous goal. And uh, I thought that one thing that's so compelling for us in Pittsburgh, we're in this great environment where We have, you know, so healthcare focused, it's so technology focused. There are a lot of young startups. You know, we have a really vibrant community and some of the research that's being done by Basic Health International, you know, for women and for the world um, is going to, you know, is is going to the most impoverished areas of the world, which are the ones that typically suffer the 85% of uh, deaths from cervical cancer, which is totally preventable. And I thought what would be exciting in Pittsburgh is to connect with that, you know, with the younger technology communities to to bring some of our global uh, accomplishments and um, global to the local scene. You know, can we use some of these easier methods of testing that don't require um, as much Uh, as many resources, can we use them right here? Like in our backyard, if, if the pandemic has taught us nothing else, it's that the, there are so many disparities and gaps, you know, right around the corner from where you live. And uh, Basic Health International is really interested in partnering in Pittsburgh with groups who are interested in doing that. So I would love to have to form some connections based on that.
0: That's fantastic. Now, what have been some of the challenges with doing this work during during COVID? Um, and everyone's talking about about health and various types of of issues that that women face. So, what have been your experiences during COVID doing development and communications, which is probably not easy to do during during this time? Well, it's it's complex. Uh, certainly, when I had come into the position, I.
1: Uh, the, last, the only place I traveled to other than New York City for this position um, is we have a very large uh, satellite office in El Salvador. So I had the opportunity in last February <laughs> to travel down to El Salvador for World Cancer Day and uh, you know to see up close the communities that um, Basic Health International has worked with, uh, with clinical trials and with our screen and treat programs. So um, the country itself has has is is basically our um, our our best model of what should happen. You know, you go into a country and you work through their system and through their communities, um, so that the community outcomes that the community wants happens. And and in this case, it, it's cervical cancer. And, you know, to watch women who are spending two and three days just to get to a clinic, just to get screened and treated, that was. You know to to come back, I was ready to just jump right on the ball and start telling donors about that and and it was very impressive to to watch this all in action. And of course, COVID hits. And uh, so what do you do? The country of El Salvador had a complete lockdown. So you know no coming or going uh, as as with many other countries, but it was mi- but it was actually a, a militaristic lockdown. Um, so so we're cut off. A bit from our uh, our communications, and you know things went to Zoom as they always do, and and we just began working on okay what's happening, and because of the work we had been doing in in uh, finding these technologies that work in these impoverished settings and um, that can work quickly and accurately and be really affordable for these governments to pick up, we work with HPV. So HPV is a sexually transmitted disease but uh, we know that it is the culprit in uh, cervical cancer. And uh, so we had been working with a bioengineering company out in California on a a test for HPV and a platform that would be useful in those uh, areas. And uh, our founder, Dr. Kramer said, hey, can can we start looking at? I mean, we study viruses, we study scale up for populations and testing. Can we start getting in on uh, helping with COVID? And they said, Well, we're working on this right now. Would you be? Would you help us validate this test among populations because we want to make sure that this test gets out to these, you know, critical areas of the world that are just going to be, you know, it's going to take them years to come back economically. It's going to take them so many deaths and it's just so highly transmissible, testing uh, is the best way to uh, delay um, uh, delay the spread of the disease. So that became, you know, a really a, a new part of, of what BHI began doing. And to be able to communicate that to the Pittsburgh audience, um, we have done that to some extent, and to work with some donors, You know, it's finding those people that first of all are really interested in in global public health and the pandemic in one way has highlighted that, as I mentioned before, you know, whether it's just around the corner or across the globe, that we are all connected and we all, you know, if we help one person wherever it is, we are helping ourselves and we're helping our neighbor. Uh, And I was so thankful that uh, I had a donor here in Pittsburgh who understood the need Uh, someone with a chemistry background of designing labs in places that don't have them, you know, where you need a PCR machine. And now everyone who knows about COVID tests are like, oh, is it a PCR test? Is it a this test? Is it a that test? Now everybody's talking about that. But a a PCR machine costs around $20,000. And so when that need comes up, you know, who do I go to? Who do I approach for you know that specific need. And I'm just getting, we're just getting involved in the Pittsburgh community to understand, you know, who how how that helps and, and who that serves and you know, who to take that type of an ask to um, for a community here or a community elsewhere. So that's been really interesting. I knew nothing about labs. <laughs> I had to do research and talk to many scientists and and look at many spreadsheets and see how much pipettes cost and all of all of these other things that anybody who's planning a project would do and I think that the transparency of being able to list that into to Uh, engage with donors and engage with foundations at that level and saying, we do know exactly what we need because thankfully (laughs) we have this background and uh, we're gonna be able to impact, you know, when we can give a specific amount of people. I can tell you that in the, since we started doing this test validation work, uh, we've been able to reach 29,000, over 29,000 people with tests just in 2020. Uh, That's not even up to date this year, and we've been able to train 55 um, health providers. And that's exceptional, because it had to come with the training of where do you get the PPE, especially in these areas of the world where it's just difficult to find and it's very expensive and, uh, you know, how do we come up with creative solutions for that and it's cause for immense amounts of collaboration. you know, in all of these
0: countries as well as at home. So, so exciting. Now, what what ways can community members get involved? So, how can um, young people get involved in the organization? Um, women and girls. What what's sort of coming down the pipe that um, that can um, have some community involvement? Yeah, uh, we are. I am beginning community involvement right now.
1: In fact. Uh, as we are about to head into March, Women's History Month. Uh, It's also International Day of the Woman. It's uh, HPV Awareness Day. There are so many crossovers with what Basic Health International does. Uh, One thing we're doing is uh, we'll announce on uh, March 4th, which is uh, HPV Awareness Day, that we are going to do uh, a community awareness campaign and uh, with a fundraising aspect that brings together some local partners uh, in different areas of the community, we're hoping, you know, our traditional, all of the other focus we have across the world is is to get to vulnerable communities and and people who are marginalized or have barriers to healthcare, and we want people to have the HPV vaccine because that is, you know, this that prevents uh, so much. I mean, this is it is the best thing that you can do for your child for yourself and uh, we want to make sure that that is accessible and affordable and we're going to be doing a big campaign that kicks off march 4th and it'll be all over our social media so please follow Um, and i'll forward you some more information i'd be happy to field any calls or um, You know, meet with anybody. I can leave my email on here, as well as you can always contact us at contact underscore us at basichealth.org. I'll always respond to that, as well as through Facebook or Instagram, etc. At Basic Health International. So those are some great ways to get involved. I'd also really love to see um, we can. We're really looking for some energetic, dedicated um uh, college students or younger folks in the community who really have uh, an affinity for global health and for women and girls and for some of these concerns. And we are in, everyone is in constant need of good communicators and people who feel that, you know, they might want to do some fundraising or they can help on the messaging end. Uh, certainly happy to discuss internships or different roles uh, in order to volunteer some time and some effort towards towards this cause that really, um, you know, will impact our neighbors but impact the world and impact uh, women and girls, you know, growing, growing up and having full lives. Um, cervical cancer hits women mainly uh, in their mid, mid to late 30s to mid 40s, um, you know, in these impoverished areas of the world where their moms by that time. You know, they have, a, they have children, they have families, they're not concentrating on themselves. And uh, once this cancer develops, it, it can be quite frightening and um, is, is, is a death sentence. As I said, uh, 85% of the world's uh, cervical cancer deaths are in, that, in, that er- in those areas. So, you know, if you have an interest and you feel strongly about it, please get in touch with me uh, we're doing a campaign for international women's week through a platform on global giving. Uh, that's a, it's a, it's a special fundraising platform that all of the money raised on it goes towards our programs that are eliminating cervical cancer. And, uh, that's a week long from the eighth to the 12th and, uh, every donation up to $50 gets a match of 50%. So that's a special thing for us, and very helpful to spreading the cause, our cause. Um, I think something I forgot to mention was what a big day we had it back in uh, November. The WHO uh, in their seventy third World Assembly voted to, uh, for the first time ever, to eliminate a cancer, and they chose cervical cancer. So that's a a really big statement that this you know there is enough scientific proof and things going on in the way that basic health also contributed to the uh, World Health Organization cervical cancer uh, guidelines, screening guidelines, Um, you know, that there is a world community that is now behind getting rid of this cancer. It can be eliminated the way we eliminated polio. Uh, it's it's a big thing, and that's another reason why I think Pittsburgh should really be heavily involved in this uh, as a technology city, as a healthcare city, and as a place that produces vaccines and you know knows how to do public health well.
0: Absolutely, and if you are um, a college student or, or a young person who's interested in marketing communications, maybe healthcare, I think this is a this is a great opportunity because it's it's so many things. Um, um that you know we're able to able to get engaged with so this is such an exciting opportunity and we're so thankful that you you know took the time to to be with us and um we encourage folks to to donate to follow on social media um and we'll make sure to to put all those links out there um so that people can can get engaged so thank you so much thank you